0: What's up people and welcome to another episode of this uh, unnamed show um, I think we're going to do a new name every single episode So today's episode name goes uh, <laughs> Comes from my man Vidal out in Chicago It's called Flagrant Flu mm, I Nice like little that. pun I like. That. Nice little flu pun uh, Based on of course flagrant too A lot of you guys know what that is And I listen if you don't get on it My man Akash saying Alex Media as well um. Let's take a sip. Let's start it up. You know what we're sipping on today. Bring it up. Raise it up. Don't be mm. lazy. I show know you got nothing to do. You quarantine.
1: Show them that bottle. Oh, shit. You know we got that 1942. <laughs> so, so we you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we drinking good out here.
0: There we go. I just realized 1942 was not when... Columbus sailed the ocean blue. <laughs> <laughs> on. Like oh, 1942 no. <laughs> is 1492. Yeah. He sailed the ocean, but what happened in 1942? Fucking dyslexic ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, 1942. We're just coming out of depression. Maybe that's what. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right, let's take a set. Ah, mm. uh, what's up, everybody at home? How are you? How you feeling? How you coping? How you dealing with this? you doing okay life pretty good you bored do you have things to do Are you learning a new thing every single day we've been seeing people do that that's been pretty dope um I hit my limit today man what I'm gonna be honest I hit my limit today I need cardio exercise in order to keep my mentals right
1: oh uh, okay
0: I need that cardio al I need that cardio people at home and I hadn't done any type of cardio I don't really run. I do like kickboxing or boxing or I'll do some kind of maybe I hit the treadmill a little bit, but it's usually I do some kind of exercise that has a lot of like high heart rate Mm -hmm. stuff because I need to calm this shit up here down. And I hadn't done anything, dog. I hadn't done anything at all. And I just hit my limit, man. I hit my limit and I said, fuck it, we're going for a run. So me and my girl went for a run and it cleared my whole thing down and or at least calm my whole head down or whatever and cleared my mind and um I also have another observation and that is that New Yorkers do not give a fuck about the coronavirus, about quarantines, about social distancing at all. Mm. They were out there today. I mean, the running paths packed, the bike paths packed, tennis courts had a line waiting To play doubles, I mean, if you're going to play tennis, I understand that. But that's one-on-one. you got a fence in between you. It's the perfect corona sport. We've gone over that. But doubles, you're literally right next to someone who you're breathing and sweating and grunting around. I mean, people playing basketball, people playing soccer. Like, You could not believe the amount of people that were out today.
1: So We out here looking like Florida, man.
0: Bro, real talk, man. And that's the thing. It's hard to quarantine when the days are nice. Mm -hmm. When the sun's out. It's almost impossible to quarantine. Something happens in your body where it's like, well, the Rona can't survive sun. <laughs> the Rona can't survive 65 and sunny, bro. No cloudy skies, can't be any Rona. I think that's really our attitude towards we, it. Yeah, bugging. I listen, I understand we're bugging. I also understand if we're gonna do a hair check. Alex and I both came in with hats on today, so we just <laughs> you already said, fuck know. It, okay? It's about to be hats for the it's rest of the month. Hey, hey, you see, take one more look. <laughs> take one more look because I was looking crazy yeah. last podcast, okay? Um, but yeah, I just, I just realized it like there's something about New Yorkers that we don't give a fuck. And I know Florida, et cetera, I get it. The warm weather, that's fine. Uh, California everybody's already quarantined it's easy to quarantine there people don't go out and like hang out if you ever go to like California go to LA people have their homes they have a pool in their backyard they have tons of land they have space they're not living on top of each other when you go to like an urban city like New York it's hard when you're in a shoebox to just stay in that bitch all the time, especially when it's beautiful outside. You're yeah. coming from a shitty—actually, our winter's been pretty good, don't get me wrong, but, like, you're coming from cold weather, and all of a sudden you wake up, you see blue in the sky, the sun is out. You want to feel that a little bit on your skin? And you it's get a out there. social
1: city, too. It's a social city as well. We bars everywhere. We Boom. like to be around people. We even, like
0: to talk. Yeah. We like to say—I mean, you know how your came around? <laughs> Is you saw someone you kind of knew, kind of knew in the
1: distance. Sometimes you don't even really you, to you know. you might not so. know.
0: He just got the same hat on that you got. But, Yo, you Yankee fan, <laughs> yarr! Boom. That like we need to connect. That's what it is, bro. It, I'm telling you, it's there's something about it in in New Yorkers. We just don't. We're fucking arrogant people. And I bet there's people listening to this. Uh, around the world, or watching this around the world, and they're probably relating in their urban urban cities or urban environments as well. But like, there's something about New Yorkers where I think New York is such a filthy city, it's such a dirty city that a little bit of us thinks we're immune. A little bit, mm-hmm. like we're used to riding the subway, the New York City subway, also the home of many people who are homeless, mm-hmm. stinking. Dirty. Everybody's dirty. You're walking the streets, you're grabbing shit, and we're holding on to the metal poles of the New York City subway with our bare hands. Matter of fact, our parents would tell us when we get on the subway, hold on to the pole. Right? I know what you're thinking. Well, if you're going to hold on to the pole, you could get the flu. That's true. But if you fall onto the floor, you're going to get AIDS. (laughs) So we were taking flu over AIDS. AIDS is on the floor, 100% guaranteed. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's AIDS all over that floor. I've never seen, this is how dirty the New York City subways are. Have you ever seen anybody clean the subway? No, never. The subway's 24-7. Keep this in mind. It's
1: it's like an AIDS carpet.
0: It's an AIDS carpet. I can show you the (laughs) (laughs) ICU unit. (laughs) But for real, dude. It is, I've never seen a subway clean in my entire life. Yo, they did graffiti all over the subways. And then then the MTA was just like, I guess we should just get new subways. We don't know how to clean them. (laughs) We don't know how to wipe the shit off. Let's just get some new ones. There's no time to clean the subway. Where are they putting them? It's a 24-hour service. I know some of you guys may be watching. You guys have your mass transit from 6 in the morning to 9 at night or 11 at night. No, 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 no. 24 hours, 7 days a week. It doesn't shut down. Okay, We're not afraid of filth. There's rats everywhere. There's piss everywhere. The garbage on the streets... You know how every other first world country has a container that all the people put the garbage from their apartments in on the street and then a truck picks it up? Not in New York. You just put it on the street. It's 2020. It's 2020 and you just take your garbage and put it right on the street. So we're used to fucking filth and I think we're immune. And that's why... And there's something about the coronavirus that I realized that like the second they were like, just stay six feet away from each other. That's the worst thing that they could have done. Because if you want to leave the house, you're like, I could stay six feet away from people. When am I closer than that? When you're out there in the world with people you don't know, when are you less than six feet from them? Matter of fact, if you live in New York, and I don't know about you guys watching, but if you live in New York and somebody is within six feet of you, there's usually a conversation or a head nod, like, you good? Hmm. Like, if a guy's here.
1: Yeah. You good? Son. That's part of the reason I stopped taking the train. It's too much, you I good. It's just too much, too close. <laughs> like, back up on. Is up, everyone so.
0: not good here? <laughs> but, like, come on now. It's a crazy time, and I'm telling you, there's this drive for us to be social. Nothing stops social. Dude, I remember, distinctly remember, people went out to comedy clubs after 9 11, bro. What? They did. They went out to come, not like the same night, but I'm saying like the weekend after. Oh. They were going to comedy clubs, man. People were going to party. Like that didn't shut people down. Wow. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? It was. Go- I'm not talking about people partying like out there and you know fucking the caves and shit where Bin Laden was. I'm talking about. Like- <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I mean, they were definitely partying, but I'm talking about New Yorkers were partying so. I think we think that we're immune to this shit or it can't fuck with us or it can't get us. I think they never should have told us that six feet will make you fine. If they said it's airborne and if you go out, you're going to feel it. I think we would have paid attention.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think we would have paid attention. But I noticed a weird thing, man, when I was out today. And I wonder if you guys feel this as well. But there's something about the virus being airborne or on things that creates a claustrophobia even when you're outside. Like, I leave my house because I feel like the walls are kind of caving a little bit. You've been in it so long. You're like, mm-hmm. I just need to break free from this, right? But when you go outside, you're not breaking free. You're actually breaking into the virus.
1: Mm, good point.
0: Right? Like, your apartment or your home is safe. You've lice all wiped. Everything, you and your girl don't got it. You're good. But the second you go out and you touch the elevator, right? You're doing this. You touch an elevator with your with just your like knuckle. That, yeah. So my knuckles are worn down, bro. <laughs> I'm on chimp mode You know what I mean Like it is It's crazy how you could go from From, from Thinking usually how we normally live our lives Like ah oh, I can't wait to get out there and breathe some fresh air And the second you're out there breathing the fresh air You're like wait is this air fresh Every store you go into you got the mask You got the gloves on You know you're seeing people in there like do they have it You're trying to judge based on the way they look Do they have it right I mean it's like it's a different way of going through life, man. I remember running today, and if I would run by someone, I would kind of like put my hand up to like block them. And it was no disrespect, but I was oh like, "Yo, yeah. don't
1: breathe on me, family." Oh like, yeah, that, that hand is blocking like, it. I was, that hand I was, is. What am I supposed to do, you Roy Jones? Come on, that's,
0: I ha- I'd give a shoulder roll, Corona dog. I had that Floyd. Shouts out to Floyd. But I was like this, bobbing and weaving.
1: Okay. I'm not any better. I think I said it out here, the fucking elevator situation. So, so oh, I'm yeah. One... You didn't tell me don't t- say this because- So I live on the 37th floor. So when I have to go out my building- 37th floor. So, <laughs> See that light flex? When we go down, if one person gets on, I, I'm still looking at you a little crazy, but I'm going to the other side of the elevator. Yo, we, we over Corners. here. Corners. Second person gets on, I walk right out. Right out. Yeah, right out. Right out. I, I stopped one person one time, but then I felt bad, so now I just get out. When yeah, but you said when in. you stopped the man and his kid, he, the guy looked at you
0: like, no, oh, no yeah, I yeah. get it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, like, everybody knows yeah, the rules he was, now, he was on, right? He
1: was fine with it, but then I felt bad doing that, so now I was like, All right, I'll just leave the Son, elevator. I don't want to stop people from getting on the elevator.
0: I cannot explain to you guys at home how small my elevator is. Oh, my God. It's so small, there's no social distancing. My elevator feels like a water slide. Do you ever do those water slides when you go to the water park where like
1: yeah. you're encased in it? Son, that's my elevator. Your elevator is like a coffin. It's my like elevator a a coffin son. is Charlie in the chocolate factory. <laughs> like, uh, yes, yeah. the shit that's that fat exactly kid got caught in. Is. Remember that? Augustus
0: <laughs> yep. Glump. Yep. Augustus Glump not fitting in my elevator. Okay, <laughs> and that's what I got to be in potential with other people, bro. Oh man, it's just it's a it's a it's a different time. Son. But that outside situation, you should have never told us. We would have really stayed in. But the fact that you gave us that six feet, now I got to stay six feet away from people. But I'm still out there on my P's and Q's. It's like every neighborhood became the hood. <laughs> <laughs> you know how, like, when you're in the hood, your yeah. senses are, are, like, super heightened? Yep. You know how they say, like, blind people can hear real well? But, like, that's how we all are when we're in the hood, right? We're just like, is that a boombox? You know, you're just listening for shit that could be dangerous, right? Is this guy following me? What's going on? Like, if you're in any kind of dangerous neighborhood, as I say this, I imagine some of you guys that hunt have probably felt the same way. <laughs> and realistically, if, if you're living in like, a big city and you don't hunt, being in a hood is the closest to being prey. <laughs> like, you ever see those deers that are, like, drinking out of the lake? Mm. You know what I mean? And, like, a lion runs up on it or an alligator runs up on it. Like, that's how I am in the hood. I know I'm a deer. Like, if I'm walking in a bad neighborhood, I ain't no fucking lion, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out there, like, these big old ears start moving on their you own. Know, and they listen.
1: The ears <laughs> start turning in direction of where the so sound's coming like, like, <laughs> from.
0: So, so, it's like, that's how I feel with the rona, man I'm listening for sneezes, listening for coughs, you know And uh, Instagram live, you can see this later tonight Just go to youtube.com slash flavor2 We'll continue this talk, man But, um, the claustrophobia is real out there And you know who doesn't seem scared? Old people Have you, you would think a virus that specifically kills them Will put fear in them, Right? Wait, you see old people outside? Old people outside, tons of them. Some oh, of them, no gloves, nothing. They, some, yo, but, that's
1: some YOLO shit right there. But, <laughs> but, yo,
0: yo, yo. But here's the thing, and I've thought about it. We assume they're not done living. We assume they're afraid to die because we're putting our feelings about life okay. onto them. All right, right? That little 42 came up right there A <laughs> <laughs> the little burpitsko Here another cheers <laughs> Cheers everybody at home We'll double up So mm. It's the same thing like You know how like when we call girls crazy We are Any girls listen right now We are judging you based on Our definition of crazy Right So if which, you is crazy. Us, <laughs> which is crazy Which is crazy to us Right <laughs> But like Crazy is a cultural thing too And a gender thing Right? You know, like, we think it's crazy, maybe, to, like, you know, make women walk around and, like, you know, fully covered up all the time. Right? That's crazy to us. But another culture would be like, that's respectful. And that culture might look at us and be like, yo, that's crazy that you let women walk out here in bikinis and all that kind of shit. Just, so there's, like, okay. so the same thing goes with, with crazy with, with women, right? We're like, oh, you've texted us 100 times in a row. That's crazy, right? Or if you're angry at us for something happening in your dream, I didn't whisper shit into your ears. So you dream that? That was specific. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it quiet. My girl in the other room. It is what it is. You know what I mean? But this bitch be dreaming to us. How we turn them up. Who are you, Martin Luther King? Calm that shit down, yo. Know, I have a dream. You have a nightmare every once in a while. What's up with these dreams? <laughs> you know, real talk. Honestly, if, if Martin Luther King knew how much my girl dreamed, bro, he would be like, listen, you dream enough for both of us. Just... <laughs> <laughs> it's just so much goddamn. He's dream like,
1: like you didn't hear that I said I had a
0: dream I- <laughs> Bro I get nervous When she blinks <laughs> <laughs> Hey if you blink too long like you, a- might, you might end up dreaming Where I cheated again
1: <laughs> She had a quick flashback Every time she blinks
0: <laughs> <laughs> She
1: will blink Like <laughs> Literally
0: this is my girl This is my girl Why would you say that <laughs> Why would you look at her Like that Right <laughs> so but I, so I'm starting to think We're judging their fear based on us Like we're afraid of losing them because we love them We're afraid of them dying because we love them We don't want to lose our parents or grandparents right But I'm starting to think Like if you ever talk to old people Old people 80 and up The ones that could get killed by the shit They're not afraid of death Regular old people I think Every time I've spoken to them Are comfortable with death They feel like they've lived a life. They feel like they've accomplished tons. Hmm. They feel like they've, you know, experienced what the world has to offer. They're they're not not saying I want to die, but they're like, if I do, I'm okay with that. I accept that. And it's an interesting thing because we made all these decisions before asking old people. Like, we made all these decisions what to do with the economy and what to do and how to handle this thing. What if we were able to just go to old people Like yo Some of y'all are gonna die from this shit We're gonna do the best we can What do you think we should do? Should we shut everything down? Potentially fuck up the economy Make people You know uh, Lose their jobs lose their, lose their livelihood Like Or Would you guys like to quarantine yourselves Until this shit is over You guys quarantine yourselves And we give you a stimulus package Just you old folks we send some money to you guys. We get helpers to deliver you food, which would be way less people. Like, instead of sending the National Guard out to shut down every bridge and keep sh- everybody in their house, we could send the National Guard to just drop over some, drop off some food to the old people, right? Everybody keeps going on. Life keeps going on. People still working. Everything's, everything's good.
1: But let's not send that message out because I just heard a story. A friend of mine, mm-hmm. his coworker, 33 years old, tested positive for it and is now in ICU on a ventilator. So, look, look. <laughs> like, so. Listen, like, there are going to be those cases, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: right? We're, we, you know, every, there's always a case where a guy was 40 years old, he had a heart attack and died or some shit like yeah. that. And it's tragic, don't get me wrong. I'm, but the majority, we can no, say, majority, yes, yes, of so. cases, right? Yeah. So, so a little part of me is like, maybe we should have asked these people because I wonder if these old people would have just been like, God, we don't want to burden you guys like that. We've lived an amazing life. Hmm. And, and if we can self quarantine and, and if we, can, I mean, how much old people even go out anyway? You know what I mean? They play that game where they throw the the the, the, the round silver ball, and then they throw the little balls at it.
1: What's Do that what shit the called? Fuck you talking about? I don't
0: about know, banaka or something. <laughs> I'm not sure what don't the they name play is. Play like, but like it's badminton some game. and shit. Back out of back game and they're just playing their little games. But like, I just, I truly wonder if they were like, if they'd go, hey, now nah, we don't want to, we don't want to disrupt what you guys got going on, and we don't want to hurt what you guys got going on. Why don't you guys keep doing that? We'll self-quarantine. You guys look after us and uh, make sure that the ventilators are ready. Make sure all those things are ready. And then if we call, you come get us. But let's not shut up, shut down the global economy over uh, people who potentially, and I don't know for certain, over who potentially don't fear death in the way young people do. Because we fear it. Because we love living this life. We can run around, jump around, play video games. You know what I mean? Go out to the bar, drink this, that, the other. Old people can't do that shit. They got a nap after every one of those activities, <laughs> you know, I, I, I just be really curious. We should actually call into an old person or like if you guys are living with your parents that are super old, just ask them, ask them if, if they would want this, if they would want what's going on. And we always make decisions for people without fucking asking them, man. We always decide what people will want, decide what people would benefit from, et cetera. And I don't know, maybe it's different. Maybe it's fucking different, man. Who knows? I, I've been thinking about um, I'm thinking about other Corona hacks because apparently one of the hacks we gave them, Al, really worked out. I told you guys to hit up those restaurants that don't normally deliver or have takeaway, but now they're delivering to stay open. Carbone was one of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, my girl and I were trying to order from there. She said they put her on hold for 15 minutes and then just hung up. Oh, wow. So that's how many of you motherfuckers were out there <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> trying to get some shit from Carbone. And I respect it. Go do it. So here's the other hack. Remember, I was telling you how valuable uh, working out is, right, at least for me, for my mental health, and I need good mental health so that I can be quarantined with another human being. No matter how much you love your significant other, right, we both become a different version of ourselves when we're not, um, you know, treating our bodies and treating our minds the way they're supposed to be, you know, everybody can go a little crazy if they're not, uh, giving their their system what it needs To function at a high level And exercise one of those things At least for me And um, so here's a dope Corona hack Mark was telling me You know how all these gyms are closed mm-hmm. Right So Mark said that um, And you guys know Mark uh, Mark said that these gyms Are renting out equipment Which is fire So let's say you got a spot You got your house or You got your apartment And you can move around some furniture And put that little treadmill up there Boom There's cardio Get that couple miles in every single day. You could even bring some weights over. But there's a way where you could work out for almost nothing. Guaranteed, you get offer them a few bucks. They're making zero off of it. You might as well offer them a few bucks. They're literally making zero. You offer a few. Now you got a treadmill in the place, right? Yeah. Exercise done. Weights done. Everything done. Ready to go. Getting your best shape of your life during the quarantine is literally like being in prison, right? Usually when people go to prison, they come out looking Jack Diesel. We just can't do that because we don't have the workout thing in the crib. We'll get the workout thing, put it in the crib. Now we got no excuse. It's literally probably close to free. Matter of fact, maybe you just say, yo, I'll sign up as a membership. Can you just give me some shit? Mm. Everything's negotiable. Everything's on the table right now. I've been I'm, thinking. I'm <clears> really <throat> going to try that. Yo, we the should. The moment I get home today. Are you, what are you going to get though? <clears throat> I
1: don't know. Maybe couple sets of dumbbells or whatever luckily my gym's in my building but they close down
0: so that's the other thing that happened they close all the building yeah. gyms right
1: yeah so it's like i could just go downstairs and be like yo let me just get a couple sets of dumbbells or something i need something can you get in there or have they locked it they locked it but i mean everything is electronic in my building so they could just hit a Bo- switch done
0: yeah. i would do that man i would ask for a i'd ask for a treadmill or I'd ask for some sort of cardio you don't love the cardio shit
1: not really, but I—I I mean, if I had it in the apartment, I would fuck with it. Yeah, because I used to run.
0: Yeah, no. So it's—it's a—it's an interesting thing, man. I think I don't know if you guys have any other Corona hacks. Tell us, man. But we're just trying to do some things to guide you through this. Um, another thing I was thinking is a lot of businesses are being destroyed by this. But uh, what people don't realize, I think, as much or what's not given as much, um, was not given as much attention are, are the uh, the staff of those businesses, man. And, um, certain countries are doing really interesting things like the UK. I don't know if you guys read this, but the UK is, is going to pay 80% of the salary of people who are employed, uh, for the next three months. Whoa. Whoa. And I think that's fucking awesome. I don't know how the hell they're gonna do how it. How the
1: fuck are they gonna do that?
0: Who knows? Maybe they do the thing we were talking about last episode by selling the bonds, or maybe maybe they're gonna just start printing money. That's mm. another thing that people could do is just start printing money. Obviously, you start printing money, and uh, money can lose value, right? Um, that's maybe a, a longer conversation, but uh, basically, the problem is is sometimes you have too much money and not enough things to buy, and when you have more money than you have things to buy, the money itself loses value. Yeah. And those things to buy gain value, right? Because those are the real commodities. Um, but maybe we should have, uh, you know, maybe an economist on to just explain exactly how uh, made up the concept of money is, right? It's really just this thing that doesn't really have any value, but we buy into the value of it. You know, we've, we decide that it is worth something, right? It's like Ariana Grande,
1: where are you going with this like, okay <laughs> no, just
0: she's probably talented i don't know i'm just trying to think of like a disney star that we've just like been told is the next hot thing so we're like okay i guess you're the thing but in reality they're just not mm. this used to happen a lot more before the internet and we had like freedom to decide who the stars were but there were times where like you know Hollywood would just go here's your next action star and we'd be like okay channing tatum you know and mm. then now maybe there's a little bit more you know freedom of the market and and we get to decide who is, uh, has a career, who doesn't. Shit, you guys decided that I should have one. So, you know, I'm grateful uh, for that. But um, but yeah, man, it's just, a, it's just a weird time. You know, I know a lot of people are anxious. Matter of fact, I'm curious. And Alex, maybe we should ask people at home. Like, I'm curious what you guys want to know about. What your anxieties are. What, what, what things that um, you want more clarity on. And then we could guide you through that. So if there's something that you're curious about, man, there's something that you don't fully understand, and it could literally be the coronavirus itself. If there's just something out there that you need some clarity on, let us know. Send us, you know, write in the YouTube comments or send us a DM or something like that, and then we'll try to address some of those things, you know. I just like this kind of conversation, you know. It gives some structure to our day. We're grateful to do it. And uh, also get some feelings off our chest. I mean, you're just sitting in your fucking apartment all day and you just want to have a conversation or you just want to feel, like, understood, I assume.
1: Mm.
0: You know? And then hopefully we can provide that for you. You know, I saw saw a wild thing today, man. I need my phone in order to do it. You think you could throw me my phone out? But uh, you know how... uh, Yeah, I got this. Boom. You know how the... um, you know how, like, they always say, oh, The Simpsons, uh, you know, The Simpsons something. out there predicting the mm-hmm. future or something. Right? Yeah. So, do you remember the writer Dean Kuntz?
1: Mm, sounds familiar, but I don't know what he wrote.
0: Does it sound familiar because of the word Kuntz? No. Uh, <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, so, Dean Kuntz wrote this uh, New York Times bestselling uh, book. Uh, he's one of these, like, thriller writers. He'd run, write tons of these books. Mm-hmm. And in 1981, The Eyes of Darkness. Now... I got sent this on Twitter. It could be complete bullshit. We'll look it up after the show. I'm assuming someone wouldn't want to uh, misrepresent this. But in one of the pages of this book, and you guys can look it up.
1: Oh, this is like where he like, basically predicts what's going on now. Bro. And, like calls the year and everything Son, like that. You ready? Yeah. This is
0: in the book. In around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread through the globe, attacking the lungs and bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments. Almost more baffling than the illness itself will be. The fact that it will suddenly vanish as quick as it arrived, attack again 10 years later, and then disappear completely. Li Chen, defected to the United States, carrying a diskette record of China's most important, dangerous new biological weapons of the decade. They call this stuff Wuhan 400, because it was developed at their rDNA labs outside the city of Wuhan. And it was the 400th viable strain of man-made microorganisms created at that research center. Wuhan 400 is a perfect weapon. It afflicts only human beings. No other living creature can carry it. And like syphilis, Wuhan can't survive outside a living human. Mm. Now Couple things here are interesting. One, the idea of someone predicting it. Like you always say, yo, what do the Simpsons say about the coronavirus? How are we going to handle Because the Simpsons have predicted, I guess, so much. I don't think the Simpsons are predicting so much, but I think they've just had so many fucking episodes that eventually you start to hit on some shit. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like they've been doing the show for, what, 20 it's years? Five broken, days a, a week. Broken like, Clock
1: is twice at least two times a day. Yeah, so a Broken like Clock can... is right
0: two times a day. Exactly. So what's crazy is that there are enough of you nerds out there that remember every single fucking Simpsons episode that yeah. you can dial back and find the exact time that they predicted something that happened 15 years later. That's that's impressive. But something very interesting about this came up. And I've been thinking about this a lot with, with coronavirus. And I'm curious on your take on this, Al, too. It's like, what, is, what has happened right now? Industry has stopped, right? Human beings have gone inside and we're no longer operating in the world as we usually do. Now, what is the biggest criticism of human beings when we're in the world.
1: Selfish. Uh, we're destroying dirty. it. Oh, yeah. Destroying the world. All right.
0: Right. For the last couple of weeks, we haven't been able to destroy the world at the pace we usually destroy it. Okay. Haven't been able to chop down the trees in the Amazon. Haven't been able to, uh, you know, pollute the waters, pollute the skies, you know. Maybe this isn't a man-made virus, Right. But let's assume we're in a simulation. You guys have heard of this simulation theory probably before. If you haven't, some people say that you know we we could be essentially uh, a video game. You know how you play, um, you know Call of Duty or you play these other games, right? Where you're uh, interacting with different people. Well, maybe a really sophisticated you know alien life form has created us as a video game. So we're a kind of simulation mm-hmm. where we have the ability to do these things. But every once in a while, they step in and they shake shit up to make sure everything either progresses or moves to a different level at their, uh, at their will, right? Maybe they came down and gave us electricity. Maybe they came down and gave us the wheel. Maybe they came down and were like, yo, rub these sticks together, boom, fire. Who knows? Again, who knows? It doesn't matter. Like, it could be complete bullshit. But you cannot deny that the biggest criticism of humanity has been the way that we've been treating the environment. And in the last couple of weeks, the environment has got to take a nice, needed breath. Hmm. Like, you see these pictures of Venice, Italy, I'm sure. Yeah. And Al told me, because you've been to Venice before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last time you were in Venice, the canals were just filthy. Yeah, filthy, and it smelled. And smelled like shit. And if you go right now, you can Google images of Venice, the water's clear again. Not even a week of having Italians be quarantined. Not even a week of tourists not to be there, maybe two weeks. And the water's crystal clear? It really puts shit in perspective. And what if this was the simulators basically going, yo, these motherfuckers will not stop. We keep reminding them. We keep putting information out where they're destroying the fucking world. Maybe we have to do something. We Maybe we have to insert something in the system that forces them into their homes so we could let the earth regenerate a little bit. That's number one. Two, it shows you how fast the earth regenerates. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, yo, maybe, just maybe, we got to take a month off every year. Maybe the Muslims are right. Maybe we need a Ramadan, bro. (laughs) Like maybe the world just needs to, maybe human beings need to chill for one month a year. And that one month of chill, maybe that would let Mother Nature regenerate enough. Maybe not everything, but regenerate enough of the things that we're destroying. What if we really took a month off? We worked hard 11 months, got everything out, did everything we needed to do. And then one month we fucking quarantined. And by quarantine, I don't mean stay in your home, but I mean stay off of work. We shut everything down for a month.
1: Some countries got it down. Like I know Spain, they kind of do that. I believe either July or August. August. I think it's August. Basically everything is just like. Yo, Shut it we down. We not working. You try to go to a restaurant, be like, ah, we uh, might open. Tonight. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the mom and pop shit. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> I
0: think Nate bargazzi had a joke where like mom and pop shops. He goes, sometimes they'll be closed. He'd be like, why? He'd be like, we're sleepy. Yeah, and we're right. sad. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, maybe there's something to that, man. Maybe maybe things happen organically, and maybe things. And look, I know a lot of you are watching this. Are like, well, what about child cancer? What about these? Like, look, I don't have all the answers. I understand that seems incredibly um, maybe uh, disrespectful or unempathetic to to take that approach to it. But at the same time, you can't deny that this has created a sort of refresher for the environment, at least in some places. Like, I bet you go to China, right? All these motherfuckers is complete smog everywhere from all the pollution. I bet you they're looking up at the sky. They're like, that sky is blue. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? I bet you you see a decrease in smog. I bet you see a decrease in pollution, all these things. And maybe that's something we could take away from this.
1: And not just the earth, even uh, humans. So many people, all the messages I'm getting like, yo, all these things I've been wanting to do. And now I have the opportunity to do it. It's like you're going to this is like a reset for everybody. Pretty much. You want to see the people who really want it? People going after it? The thing yo, you man. wanted to learn all this time. It is It's like a reset on life It's a reset on life,
0: man Because you know what we do so much is like We're trying to play catch up And it seems like our whole life is trying to play catch up Like, oh, we got to get this shit done We got to get it done And The reality is Is that We don't Shit can stop for a little bit We can smell the roses or whatever that term is You know, and and maybe that's the reminder Maybe we got to sit down and like be like, oh man, you know what? I actually really do like hanging out with my girl, or actually I really do like spending time with my son, or actually I really didn't know these amazing things about my daughter because I was so busy working. Right? It's like we're constantly running on that treadmill, and then we just turn the treadmill off, and we realize, holy shit, I was missing a lot. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's it's like when you're it's like you ever been on a bike ride and you're just looking straight forward, right? And then you take a second to kind of like stop and you look to the side, and you're like, whoa, that's a view. Every time I go over this bridge, I look to the side and I see like amazing Manhattan. You see Brooklyn, Queens. You're like, oh my God, I would have missed that if I was just running straight. So maybe that's what this is. Maybe that's the takeaway. And I'm not saying some divine power put it there, but without a doubt, without a doubt, regardless of how bad the situation is, there's going to be some positive that we've taken from it. And maybe we rekindle our creative spirit. Like, maybe you grind it so hard at your work, at your job, that fucking sucks, you forgot you were creative, and now you're in the house making TikToks, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm dope. I forgot how dope I am when I have a couple mm-hmm. minutes to fucking, to reconnect with that creative part of my body. Who knows? Maybe we'll find out on another episode. But, yo, send us the things that you're curious about. Send us some thoughts that you had about this, man. You know, anything that, that you need some sort of guidance through, we want to be there for you guys with that, you know. I was thinking before we wrap this up is... um I was thinking maybe we could do something for the staff of some of these comedy clubs. Uh, I don't know how we're gonna do it, man, but we've been doing really well with these videos, man. We've been getting over 100,000 people watching these things, not to mention the people listening at home and audio. shows. was like, I was like, what can we fucking do? And maybe we can do some sort of GoFundMe, and maybe we could choose one business a week, you know, or one business, who knows, a month, who knows what it is. And we can choose one comic we could like pay their staff right just give them a nice little cushion because they're not working anytime like maybe this is our way to give back um our way to support these places that have been really amazing for me and has you know let me you know grow and 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 seen my material um you know go from just horribly offensive ideas into like crafted you know jokes and pieces of like art at least I like to look at it like that so Maybe we can do that. I want to extend that to you guys and think about, you know, if you would support that and what that would look like. And uh, what do you think about that, Al?
1: I like it. But let's also, I think every week, hit a different industry. Because, like, shout out to firefighters and EMT workers. Like, they still have to show up. Like, they can't stay home. And every time you call 911, they have to show up at your house. 100%, man. Like they're on the front line.
0: Hundred percent. No, no, you're a hundred percent right, man. And it's one of those things where it's like that. It's uh, sometimes there's so many people to help, it becomes overwhelming, and you yeah. don't help anyone. Yeah. You ever have like so many things to do that you just take a nap instead?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. It just becomes overwhelming. So, so maybe what we got to do is direct our response to specific groups and go. We're not saying these groups are more important than any other. But if we don't start somewhere, how are we going to end up helping anybody? We can end up helping no one. And um, I extend that to you guys because I'm sure that you're thoughtful and you've been thinking about ways to help as well. And maybe we could do that. I mean, I would love to help each club that has helped me develop this career. I would really love to help that. And, um, yeah, let's make this happen, man. Let's make this happen. This has been another episode of – Today, we're calling it Flagrant Flu. We'll see what we call it tomorrow, but uh, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Anything you want to tell the people, out? No, I'm good. All right. Well, as always, peace, love, and